You're listening to All Law, an audio series by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan Attorneys, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to design practical legal solutions for our clients by combining legal knowledge with extensive industry and technology experience. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative, where we discuss notable legal developments and analyze their business implications. In today's podcast, we will discuss the topic, Arbitration Agreement, which is part of an unstamped contract, has no existence. We have with us Dhruv Mata from the Customs Advisory team as an expert. Hi Dhruv, how are you? Hi Sumelika, I'm good. How are you? I'm absolutely fine, Dhruv. Thank you. So, Dhruv, can you please tell us the context of this podcast? What is it all about? Sure, Sumelika. The Honorable Supreme Court of India, in the recent decision by the five-judge bench in NN Global Mercantile Private Limited versus Indo-Unique Flame Private Limited, has clarified the stance on the validity of the arbitration agreement or arbitration clause contained in an agreement which is not stamped in accordance with the Indian Stamp Act 1899. The court finally settled the conundrum and held that arbitration or the appointment of an arbitrator under Section 11 of the Arbitration Act cannot be invoked if the arbitration agreement or clause is contained in an unstamped or insufficiently stamped agreement or contract. Drew for giving an excellent introduction to the case. That's interesting. Can you tell us a bit more about that? I mean, what is the factual background of the case? Sumelika, in this case, the parties had a subcontracting arrangement in the form of a work order that provided for an arbitration clause. Additionally, under another clause in the work order, the appellant had furnished a bank guarantee that was invoked by the opposite party due to certain disputes arising between them. After the guarantee was invoked, the appellant filed a lawsuit against the encashment of the bank guarantee. The respondent submitted an application for reference of the dispute to an arbitral tribunal under Section 8 of the Arbitration Act. This application was rejected by the commercial court. The respondent thereafter filed a writ petition to contest the decision of the commercial court. The challenge was made against the finding that the arbitration agreement would become unenforceable as the work order was unstamped. That was very clear. Then what view did the three-judge bench take in January 2021? On this, The full bench of the Supreme Court held that the arbitration agreement is not included in the schedule of the Stamp Act as an instrument chargeable to stamp duty. The court found that there was a non-payment or deficiency on the stamping of the work order, which was chargeable to the payment of stamp duty. The court, however, found that such non-payment or deficiency in the work order did not invalidate the contract, but merely rendered it inadmissible in evidence until defect is removed. It was observed that Section 35 of the Stamp Act 
did not make the unstamped instrument invalid in law. The court found that the arbitration agreement was a distinct and independent contract between the parties. The arbitration agreement is also not included in the schedule of the Stamp Act as an instrument chargeable to stamp duty. On applying the doctrine of severability or separation of arbitration agreement, it was held that such agreement would thus not be rendered invalid, unenforceable or non-existing even if the substantive contract in which it is contained was inadmissible in evidence or could not be acted upon in view of it not being stamped. The respective decision of this three-judge bench overruled two significant decisions of the Supreme Court in SMS TS States and Garware Wall Ropes Limited. These decisions shall be discussed ahead. Okay, I see. But pursuant to that, why was it referred to a larger bench? And what was the issue discussed in this five-judge bench? After that decision, a substantial question was raised while the three-judge bench of the Honourable Court was deciding the case and as a consequence, the same was referred to the Constitution bench consisting of five judges. The issue before the five-judge bench was whether the statutory bar contained in Section 35 of the Stamp Act is applicable to instruments chargeable to stamp duty under Section 3, read with the schedule to the Stamp Act, would also render the arbitration agreement contained in such an instrument which is not chargeable to the payment of stamp duty as being non-existent, unenforceable or invalid, pending the payment of stamp duty on the substantive contract or instrument. After that, is there any existing jurisprudence on the issue? Yes, Sumelika, certainly there is. The Honourable Court in SMST Estates has held that where an arbitration clause is contained in an unstamped agreement, the provisions of the Indian Stamp Act require that if any application under Section 11 of the Arbitration Act is made, such arbitration clause or agreement must be impounded and it shall be ensured that the stamp duty and penalty, if any, are paid thereon before acting upon such Section 11 application. Having regard to Section 35 of the Stamp Act, unless the stamp duty and penalty due in respect of the instrument is paid, the court cannot act upon the instrument, which means that it cannot act upon the arbitration agreement which is a part of such instrument. Therefore, when a lease deed or any other instrument is relied upon and contended upon as the arbitration agreement, the court should consider at the outset whether an objection in that behalf is raised or not. That is, whether the document is properly stamped. If it comes to the conclusion that it is not properly stamped, it should be impounded and dealt with in the manner specified in Section 38 of the Stamp Act. And until then, it cannot act upon such documents or the arbitration clause therein. But if the deficit duty and penalty is paid in the manner set out in Section 35 or Section 40 of the Stamp Act, the document can be acted upon or admitted in evidence. Further, 
the court in Garware Wallrobes Limited had found an unstamped agreement to be unenforceable under Section 2H of the Indian Contract Act. The judges were of the opinion that the arbitration clause contained in the subcontract would not exist as a matter of law until the subcontract was duly stamped. The three-judge bench overruled the above two judgments by recognizing the principles of severability as well as competence competence and settled the long-drawn controversy however for a limited time. Subsequently, the honorable court in Vidya Drolia versus Durga Trading followed the decision in Garware Wall Ropes which created the need for reference of the NN Global Mercantile decision to a larger bench. In contradiction to all the above mentioned decisions there were decisions that supported the view taken by the three judge bench In the case of Honeybee Multi Trading Private Limited versus Ruchi Soya the Bombay High Court had directed the appointment of an arbitrator pending payment of stamp duty It was held that at a pre appointment stage the matters cannot be kept hanging and that there is no legal impediment to the enforceability of the arbitration agreement pending payment of stamp duty on the substantive contract since the arbitration clause contained in the lease agreement was not in dispute nor was its invocation in dispute it was held to be appropriate to exercise the power conferred under section 11 of the arbitration act for the appointment of a sole arbitrator by the court saw that the view taken by the five judge bench was contrary to the views of the earlier three judge bench what was the rationale behind the same sumelika while the minority dissenting judgment of the honorable court in the present case was of the opinion that the main objective behind the enactment of the arbitration act was to avoid procedural complexity and delay in litigation before courts it observed that impounding and stamping at section 11 stage would frustrate the very purpose of the arbitration act as there will be further delay and issues would be stalled it was also held that the preliminary issues including insufficiently or unduly stamped agreements thereby questioning the validity of the arbitration agreement are referable to the arbitrator or the arbitral tribunal under section 16 of the arbitration act following the doctrine of competence competence basis which the arbitral tribunal itself decides its jurisdiction with respect to disputes the minority of the constitution bench was of the view that judicial intervention at the stage of section 11 of the arbitration act should be minimal and should be confined only to the prima facie examination of existence of an arbitration agreement alone keeping in view the object of the 2015 amendment to the arbitration act and the courts must strictly adhere to the time schedule for the appointment of an arbitrator prescribed under section 11 clause 13 of the arbitration act accordingly it was recommended that the existence of a copy of an arbitration agreement whether unstamped or insufficiently stamped at the pre referral stage should be enough to treat it as an enforceable document 
for the purposes of appointment of an arbitrator under section 11 of the arbitration act however the three judge majority out of the constitution bench upheld the rationale in sms t estates and garware wallrobes by considering the relevant provisions of the stamp act the registration act and the indian contract act 1872 and reached various conclusions such as a that the stamp act is a fiscal enactment and the courts are duty bound to always interpret in favor of enforcement of the law in question and not its breach b that the court after being presented with an unstamped or insufficiently stamped instrument or contract ought to impound the same in accordance with section 33 of the stamp act c that the unstamped or insufficiently stamped instrument would only be enforceable in law within the meaning of section 2h of the indian contract act after it is validated as per the stamp act and d that the contract or agreements are to be duly stamped to avoid further intervention when it is not sufficiently stamped and thereby proceeding further with the arbitration process thanks roof with this i must say our comprehension of the matter has vastly improved now the final question uh, what could be the implications of this five judge bench decision uh, in the nn global mercantile private limited versus indo unique flame limited case on that sumelika we saw that the landmark verdict passed by the majority constitution bench answered the substantial question that whether the arbitration clause can be enforceable if the underlying instrument is not stamped duly as per the provisions of the stamp act even though this issue arises at the preliminary stage of the arbitration that is appointment of the arbitrator as per section 11 of the arbitration act and dealing with the same may result in two main issues a increased judicial intervention at the section 11 stage and b delay in such appointment of arbitrators however regardless of the same the honorable court had ordered to ensure sufficient stamping of the instruments thereby reiterating the essence of the provisions of the stamp act as laid down in the cases of sms t estates and garware wallrobes it may be said that the court has deviated from the international standards of adopting minimum court interference and speeding up of the arbitration proceedings on the mere aspect of non payment of stamp duty which is evidently a curable defect moving forward the parties entering into an agreement with an arbitration clause or a separate arbitration agreement for that matter shall now take a cautious approach towards ensuring payment of stamp duty in accordance with the stamp act bring this episode to a close thanks a lot through for sharing valuable insights and guiding us throughout the episode thank you sumelika the session was truly engaging and i thoroughly enjoyed it thank you for taking the time to listen to this series we would love your feedback comments and questions about the episode you can write to us at podcast@lakshmishree.com to know more 
You can also suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Check out our website www.lakshmishree.com to keep abreast with relevant legal updates before you join us next week. You can find the link in the description below.